and we are back with yet another episode of the Here's Two podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Emmy. And uh, this week, we have a very, very special guest here in the building, all the way from Brooklyn, New York, which might as well be Mars. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Brooklyn slander immediately. Off the back. We have an artist, photographer, weightlifter extraordinaire. Oh, Oh, oh. you stroking this man's Overall, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> overall international man of mystery, uh, Mr. Loyalty. See, <sighs> I thought I had mystery added to my name, though. Right? <laughs> How's it feel? How's it feel? It feels different. I feel like I'm a spy. Mm, mm. They kill you for espionage. They do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, public hanging <laughs> or stoning. Yeah. No, public hanging. Wow, we're just going there pretty pretty early, huh? Okay, cool. I'm a nerd. <laughs> oh, it's mine. It's okay. Yeah, it's and I mentioned something like to somebody like earlier this week about like about like public hangings, and then like I spent like forty five minutes like looking up hangings on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know how into the hole. Just right, right into the hole. Dives in that shit all the time. Like we'll have a whole subject. Can I get like, triggered? And then one word like, kind of just goes off. Yeah, I get way. triggered, and then I get weren't like I get like loophole in there and now oh, yeah. like, cool. Yeah, okay. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. <laughs> also I'm sorry, can we uh introduce yourself over here as well? Ed Rock, Ed Rock, prime photographer this man over here. Oh, oh. you got a photographer. Well, I actually gave him his start. Yeah. Really? Doing photography. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I had been running doing production for five years and uh worked on a couple T V show networks and some other things and um when we first started out working together uh, we were all in the same camp, and a couple times he picked up the camera, and he took a couple shots, and I was like, here's an eye. And I went out, and I was like, yo, bro. This nigga bought me a camera. He bought me a camera. I was wow. like, yo. Yo, it's thing. very excessive. Wow. I was like, bro. <laughs> okay. That's a real, that's a real friend. I, it is. I was like, I don't got no money to pay you back, but you need to slap somebody, man. I mean, you know? <laughs> That's why I just went for hire. Which is funny, like, because you know how 50's doing that whole um, money by um, Monday shit? Yeah. yeah. He fucking had a video of him talking to Tony Yayo, right? He's like, yo, man, so what's going on? Da, da, da. And Yayo's like, yo, come on. We friends. We friends. You was giving, yo, because we friends. And then he was like, I didn't even call you for that. But since, I've right. been giving y'all a lot of money all the years. And then, like, at the end of the call, Yayo was like, you want me to shoot somebody for you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right. Like, writer. When you do a bit, like, right. let me know if you need me to do a bit. Right, I got you. I got you. Nah, when you remember, like, Tony Yeo was in jail when G Unit was, like, first started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't in the G Unit album. They just threw his voice on stuff. Yeah. Damn, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, get it going. Get right. it going. I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about what you, uh, what you got going on right now. Um, I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff right now. Uh, I'm working on like my fourth like EP. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm doing photography too as well, but I feel like I'm more, I'm mainly focused on doing my EP right now. Uh, yeah, I like doing music, but it's it's such a weird thing to do when you got like a bunch of shit to do now. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a manager so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, I can always add manager to my long list of, you know, activities. If you need oh, yeah, to. I don't need you. Don't worry. I, like, 
I don't need you to pay for nothing. I just need you to like talk to people who don't want to talk to me. Because nobody want to talk to the rappers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You know what? Yeah, I'm super I have serious. To, I have to disagree with that, honestly, because I was doing the managing thing for almost two years when I was dealing with the boys in Harlem, and a lot of the time, like people, especially in this current age. They want to be. They want to cut the middleman out mm-hmm. and get directly to them. No, I'm telling you why they want to do that. Hold on, I'm telling you from experience. They could get them a contract. Not even even with that, bro. When we would discuss stuff and anything, they would hit them at first, go straight to them. Then they would pass the information to me. Then sometimes it'd even be like I would try to talk to them, like, "Oh, so you're the manager?" And uh, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm manager." And we try to talk shop, and they just wasn't going to have it. And I would have to dish it back to them mm-hmm. so they could do the talking. It's like. Ultimately, it was like, you don't need me. I'm wasting my time. <laughs> right. What am I here for? But you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the time, they don't even want to negotiate with them because they feel like it's a two-part thing. Is that on one side, they're like, okay, if I talk directly to the artist, 95% of the time, the artist doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, and I can take advantage of him. The moment they hear manager, yeah. they're like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't want to talk to this guy. Right. I can't fuck him in the ass now. Right. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, but I will be... Uh, Snowbody manager, like in hustling flow. <laughs> Get a white woman, you be all right. That's what I said. Yeah, snowbody. Yeah, yeah. I sound like I'm joking, but like I'm kind of not. Nah, definitely. I know a girl if you're interested. <laughs> we can put a pin in that. Yeah, that's yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on to that one. <laughs> uh, you know, for those of you that don't know, me and uh Lil TC go way, way back. How far back? When I first started doing music, the I mean, first song that I ever made and I released to people, I let him hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you told me that. Yeah, at least what? More than five, what, six yeah. plus years, I think, going back? Yeah, it's more than that. Probably more than that, yeah. Yeah. What, it's 2019 right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like six years. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, because I, I, yeah. I reference it because my brain is going. I reference everything to 2012 up. <laughs> mm-hmm. 2012, I went to Cali with Jay. I went to Florida, I got my license. And then after I came back from Cali, I got I started working at Planet Fitness. That was That's 2012. I just said it. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm thinking like because I'm thinking about when when I came into the picture. I think it was like, like yeah, what, after that. Yeah, it was like 13. Yeah, because no, I'm talking all I started working at Planet Fitness like at the end of 2012. Yeah. It was like at the end of 2012. So like when we were just starting to get rolling on doing stuff. Like the year came in, and that's when you started coming around. Yeah, yeah. He ain't fuck with me in the beginning. Shit was funny. <laughs> so who's this nigga? Like I remember the handshake. <laughs> I remember hanging out with this guy because I used to work like the uh, the mid shit for uh, three like eleven or whatever. I'd keep more for this guy, and I'll probably hang out with him probably another whole hour two hours after my shift was over. Yeah. I'd be out in Brooklyn till like one in the morning, yeah, come all the way back uptown. Yeah, like. I just hang out with different breeds. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, you know, because I did, the, I, I did, I had the overnight shift, mm-hmm. so I was from eleven to seven, and so like, I basically picked up off of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not traveling to the Bronx. It's been a it's mad it's been a, yeah, mad years, man. <laughs> mad one. Uh, we've been to a bunch of shows. Like we've hung out, like, all types of <laughs> all types of stuff. Like he might really be my only friend in Brooklyn. Like honestly, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm probably being the only. That's cool. That's cool. I got you. Like, like for real though. Um, you know what's kind of funny though that I remembered. What? Um, one of the I think probably the first time that like me and her actually like went out and like took pictures and stuff. We went to this concert, and I think you were like one of the only people that commented was like, "Yo, like, yo, she looked dope." Like, 
I'm a nice person, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, well, I can't. I think it was the right uh, that's a rough concert. Yes, I think it was. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I, I wasn't gonna remember the concept. I'm pretty yeah. nice nah, it's anymore. But yeah, that's <laughs> this goes way back. This way, way back, mm-hmm. man. It's, it's <laughs> definitely a pleasure to get you come all the way up here. I know. Yes, we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's my face. <laughs> love, love. Maybe it's because I'm biased and. and I'm from Brooklyn. Right. Uh-huh. When I come to the Bronx, to me, this is just me, mm-hmm. it feels like you're in the Bronx. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that feeling is. Oh, my God. But it's it's a slander. It's, it's a, a journey. It's a feeling. No. It's, here's, here's the funny thing. The only beef between Bronx and Brooklyn is that we're too far. Right. <laughs> we have this, There's no, like... Literally. There's no warriors type story like we came up here and killed their leader. <laughs> None of that. It's just the fact that like if you meet somebody who's past 125th, and you, like, you in the Bronx? I'm not going there, yo. Yo, and that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. in the Bronx, you're like yo, you want to you want to come down to like. I mean, I invited chick. I was like, yo, you want to go to Footprints? She's like, where's Footprints? I was like, it's in Brooklyn. She's like, no, nope. nah. Like, like I owed her money, she's like, I don't think I'll be able to do that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just the way it was. Like, especially like growing up, it was just like you kind of didn't leave your borough. You just the way it is. Like me, I stayed in Queens. Well, no, I, I never left my bro. The first time I left my bro, went to a party out in the Bronx. It was my cousin's boyfriend's oh, party. Right, you just like Bronx. I know it was bad. It was it's bad. Crazy. Some people having a good time. Some dude got stabbed three oh, feet from me. Man. I was like. Oh. Yeah, I'm not coming is, back out. I didn't leave my borough for another three years after you that. Know, I was you know, it's, and it's a funny thing because, like, I have, like, people, like, at my job, and they're, like, you know, gentrified people, like, mm-hmm. Filipinos. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. And, like, they be like, oh, man, I love Brooklyn so much. And I'm like, look, I'm from old Brooklyn. Right. right. Like, everywhere you're going, that's nice. No. Wasn't. Second. <laughs> Borough hopping was a no no. That's why we know. That's why, like, I know slang from. That's how you know slang from other boroughs because you ain't just go to Queens if you're from Brooklyn. You ain't just go to the Bronx. Right. Like, nah, no, no, nope. 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 And people love double said tripping. Technically, yes. And I was like, yo, I was like, everybody loves Dumbo so much. And I was like, yo, man, once upon a time, that area in Dumbo, if somebody took you there, one person left. Wow. Yeah. Because it was, it was. Crackheads and whores. Wow. Not even whores. It's like barren lands. Like it was gates and like, mm-hmm. yeah, you ain't go, somebody wasn't going home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah man, that was beautiful. Yeah, that's where all the bodies were dumped. Man. Yeah, that was beautiful, beautiful in Dumbo. It's white people and children sitting we on rocks. I kind of hate Dumbo because when I do photography, everybody wants to go to Dumbo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody wants to go to Dumbo. You're like, oh. Yeah, it's, it's so the, nice, bro. We don't got ice cream and shit. Like, yeah. It's bad. Like, I, uh, bad nice. uh, uh, Carousels and shit out there. <laughs> it's a new shiny thing. You know what it I'm saying? Is because yeah. they're making like once they create, once they change, once they finish fix up the next area, then that's gonna be the new shiny thing to go oh, to. Yeah. yeah. I was on the bus going to Brooklyn. I was like, I don't even recognize this place anymore. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> I'm super serious. <laughs> All right. So let me uh let me ask you guys. Uh, are you guys currently single? You guys in relationships? What's uh single? I'm single. Single like a dollar. By choice or uh, oh, just oh, 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 chilling? I'm not saying you watch album. Oh. oh. Okay. I saw that. I saw a meme somewhere and I was like, this should be the time I should use this. 
<laughs> and it's going on record, so now it's record that I said that. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, back. <laughs> to my legacy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm single. I don't have time for it. Okay, so it's you're like, not like actively looking or trying to be in a relationship. No, and it's like it's such a thing. I was telling Ed, I was like, even if like I kind of want to talk to somebody, like it's always in places where I'm doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah oh, man, like usually in the gym, I'm mean, in the gym. I'm like, ah oh, man, what is this? <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm in a good groove right now. I just came to go talk. <laughs> and, then you gotta, too good. and then you got to think out past days. Like, ah, oh, man, now, now I got to say hi to her every time I come in here to work out. I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it. work. Yo. She's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh. <laughs> I just started <laughs> trying to build a rhythm. <laughs> there goes that. Damn. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Same for you? Just nah. Not, like, um, just no luck. I, I have to honestly say, like, uh, it's funny because I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, and it's like, dating women in your own age bracket falls into three categories. They're either already married, mm-hmm. they're divorced and crazy, because they're divorced <laughs> for a reason, right. or they have, like, 13 kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, fuck, not a lot of pickings here. Mm-hmm. And then you want to go younger down the bracket, and then they're like, they're fucking millennials. <laughs> and I can't relate to any of them. Like, <laughs> And they all irritate the fuck out of me. So yeah. it's just like... Yeah, single person. Just yeah, this, this, this is what it is. What it is. I mean, listen, it'll happen when it's supposed to. I happen. think you should go up. Maybe up might not be a bad idea. I've heard. Up I'm gonna tell you why you up should go up. Isn't the worst thing? My only issue with up is I want kids, and the closer you are to that age, nah, the less inclined you are. I feel like you're in a different world now. Mm. I don't know. Like, that's just me, though. You know, I, get, I get it. I get what you. I get what you mean. But I, yeah, uh, I mean, you never know. Take yeah, look. You wanna know <laughs> what? Never know. No, man, I'm probably gonna be somebody's step pop. <laughs> I've been there twice. <laughs> it's super serious. I, I just feel like I feel like this is that's your destiny. It's gonna be somebody's dad. Yeah, man. What are, what are you gonna do, man? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, bro. This this nothing more yeah, awkward man. than dating an older woman when her child is roughly in the same age group. Yeah. As no, you no, know? no, 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 no. That's, that's okay. I mean, that could be beneficial, though. I mean, if the kid's still sufficient already, like... Yeah, yeah but, go, bro. but, like, then, you, but okay. then you could actually have to fist fight her son. <laughs> son, like, yo. Like, you got to square up, and then, like... <laughs> and then you watch, and then you think back to baby boy, and he, like... And now you're in a crib saying sorry because you beat up her son, and he outside on the bike. See? I seen baby boy. I don't want that problem. Like, and you just got to look at her... I guess this is over. <laughs> well, my guests were not here. <laughs> hey, man. It happens. I'm like, like, son. I've only dated, like, two chicks that were significantly older than me. And uh, one one kid was relatively young. The other kid was only, like, three years younger than me. Oh. And I was dicking down his mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he wasn't all that happy about it. He's like, not happy about it. He's just like, he, came, he came, out the, came into the crib one morning. And I was just like, what's going on, man? As I was walking out, he was like, yo, who are you? I was like, I'm your mom's new boyfriend. Yo, you're in the crib. Yo, yo, yo. in the crib like Melvin. Like, he came in the crib like he was ass out cooking eggs. Nah, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> That's why. Going on, baby boy. You want some breakfast? <laughs> That's a different level of disrespect. Yo, you got to shoot this nigga. <laughs> Say, hey, man. It's the life we live out here. You got to give these kids lessons. It's about guns and butter. <laughs> <laughs> you got your guns. Like, this is wild. All right. All right. So, uh, <laughs> 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 all right.
Yeah. So before we get into what we came here for, um, you want to talk about your uh, your last single that you got out right now? Oh, it's super weird because I really like it, and I, and I, that sounds crazy. That sounds crazy, but usually after I record something, I usually never listen to it. Maybe like time down later, and I'm like, oh, this is really good. This is a really good song. Yeah. And like at first, I, th- I felt weird about it, and then I watched like this interview with Guy Tori. He was like, after he makes a movie, he doesn't watch his movies. Like, cause it's like super weird to like, I guess, watch yourself like mm-hmm. acting. Yeah. And I feel like the same way when I listen to my music. And this why I say this is weird because I still listen to it. I'm like, oh man, this is really nice. It's a good song. Yeah. It's a really good song. It's a really good song though. You want to know? It, it's it's super weird to me because it's like, I feel like I did my best to like dumb down how I write because mm-hmm. like, casualty is like a it's still a Rubik's cube. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's I've like hieroglyphics. I've listened to that thing, you know, probably good 30, 40 times. Probably. Yeah, and like, I'm sure like if I if I sat down and broke down every single thing to you, like, no, I didn't, I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm way more uh, spoon-fed with this song, mm-hmm. and it sounds like it's for partying. I have made nothing for partying ever. And like, usually when I make a single... Uh, album's coming after it because like I usually like with like with Shoes Shoes is the first song I made and I just built Casualty around it mm-hmm. and then that's usually how I am like I make one song and then I just build around it so I made this and like everybody liked it like everybody liked it I got like a, such a good response about it and I was like hmm, just gonna build out now which is hard because I'm used to like barring people to death right. and I'm trying not to do that yeah, I mean you can't you know, you can't bar people to death, but I'm gonna have a bar people to death on the album. It's though. a gift and a curse. <laughs> Just one. It is. It's a gift and a curse thing because the thing that makes Casualty great and it will make it probably one of your greatest albums of all time is because it doesn't matter how many times you listen to it, you'll always get something new, and that's what makes great content. And I feel like people told me it's aged well. It has. It actually. very much has. I actually I, I checked it out probably like last week and. It, it does. I, thought it I still well. listen to it once a week. You want to lie? Because I, I basically based the entire foundation on Reason Without. <laughs> I even have a Maria Davis track on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of was like, oh, I see this. And she loves him. I'm going to do this. Asked him to do a whole. I remember, I think I, I went to one of the shows. That, you went to, um, yeah, you went to. Was the first one that I went to with, with Maria Davis? Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 That was like my first performance. And I can't mm-hmm. perform this because what I did was this coast to coast. You do one song and then you get on stage. Like, oh man, I didn't get to meet the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then you just you just gone. Which it's cool, but like to actually like have to like do more than one song to have to like crowd interact, it's like, oh, I did a show. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. 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 It's a big deal. Yeah, man. It's like one of my favorite it's one of my favorite things. It's like, oh man, I guess I, maybe I could do this. Cause it's super weird at the beginning, like mm-hmm. doing music, because yeah. like you know, the black people cliche. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's super serious. Like, and even and I even like spoke to this chick about this one time, like super recently, and I was like, she's like, yeah. I was like, she was like, and I was telling her, I was like, majority of our friends they have kids or they like in relationships, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, you don't have kids in a relationship. I was like, I was like, come on, let's not do this. Right. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm black. I rap. <laughs> you know how you get people all about that. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, and she just laughed. I was like, yeah, man. I, I, I told you I have a thing about like, let's let's not do this. Like, you know how you are mm-hmm. about yeah. stuff like this. 
you think I'm cool, but if I met you in the street and I was like, yeah, so you know I rap. Right. Like, no, this nigga did not talk right. to me. Right. right. Walk up on me in the street to my he rap, nigga. Right. Or wrap your ass around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's more like that to like to be aware of like the cliche and then like to still work with it. Mm-hmm. And like especially at the beginning, like it's like, oh man, I'm black, I'm rap. I got one year of college, I don't got no college degree. Motherfuckers looking at me crazy right mm-hmm. now until like you consistently doing it and then people see like yeah. you're Oh you're not playing with it. Right, you're working. And then mm-hmm. it becomes all right, okay, you do music. Yeah. Okay. It becomes you're not a rap anymore. Right. Because you, you do music. music. Right, right. <laughs> Wording is super important. Artist. Wording is super important. You are an artist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Formally known as <laughs> PC. <laughs> I should get a symbol. So, you should. Like, like a Prince type? Like Prince. But just big TC like I don't know if I want to do that. It's a long story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why not? It's already part of the hotel. Yeah, but yeah, like, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about a symbol later. Alright, so let me ask you guys, let me ask you guys this. How do you feel that music has changed from when we were younger? You know, like the I almost say eighties, but you know, the eighties music, nineties music. Yeah, you know how the you remember how the sound kind of was back back then? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How has it kind of changed to now? It's trash. <laughs> you can just jump right in. Yeah, let's just jump right in. Let's uh, start, generally, let's start, generally speaking, let's start, I, like, let's generally speaking, I feel like wise. because I rap the way I rap because my mother's a hip hop head, like super, like she went to Mom Deep concerts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. She's like, "You want to come?" I was like, "No." Nah. Like, it'll be better if like we get to you get to something by yourself, yeah, instead of me there because now we gonna fight. So I'm not arguing with somebody arguing with my mother. Right. <laughs> and like rapping was super important. Like the fact that you can rap was prime. It was like paramount. Like, like oh, oh, you're a rapper? Let me hear something. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It doesn't really matter. Like, like I said, I could bar somebody to death, but people are like, all right, cool. If it's not catchy, if it's not I don't see no goofy shit. If it's not no goofy shit, or like it just it just doesn't look like you have like a following, so to speak, or like chains and shit, or like stuff like that, like it doesn't matter if you like rap. So it becomes a thing where you have to, if you're a rapper, you have to maneuver way more. Like if you can rap, you just have to like you just have to know like, oh, I can rap, but I gotta do way more other stuff. Like rapping is like twenty percent, mm-hmm. like way more twenty percent, and like. Even with my first show this year, like, I kind of, like, rebranded my entire Instagram to put more focus on me physically. And I feel like people just looking at me physically, mm-hmm. physically, like, doing stuff, doing more photo shoots. It's like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. And then when I did put out a show, more people came to my show than before when I was just promoting music. Really? Mm. I swear. Like, how they, ha- how they have it right now is, like, showcases. So they give you a certain amount of tickets. You have to sell the tickets, and whatever you don't come up with, you basically have to put to put toward the slot fee. I almost didn't have to put to my slot fee. In most cases before, I had to put like so much money to my slot fee, which mm-hmm. the reason why I slowed down doing shows because I'm like, oh man, yeah, I got yeah, move yeah. out, yeah. I got bills and shit. Yeah. And like this year, when I I put like mad pictures of me up, like photo shoots and stuff like that, and then when I put out a show. When I pull out like a flight, I was going to do a show. Like mad people went board tickets. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. They rather see me, and then when they, then when I'm like, yo, man, you should hear me. 
Right. Instead of instead of you should hear me and then you might see me. Right. It, it it's a better response. So, yeah, people don't care what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? What do you think that shift kind of kind of changed? Was there like a like a landmark moment per se that kind of changed the perception in that regard? I'm like, it can be argued a lot of different ways. I feel like, uh, let me know if I'm a little off base. Um, I guess. Who would you say introduced this era of music? And it can be relayed down to maybe a handful of individuals. Um, I feel kind of want to say future, but I'm like, I feel like no, there are maybe no, no, no. a couple people say, before him that kind of introduced it more or less. I don't want to say future. I want to say, I want to say if it falls into the regard of because society's changing of like we don't want to um, leave out the weirdo people. Like, if we want to, like, not, like, bully motherfuckers. Like, a weird person come out, you like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, into rap, like, they'd be super weird. Like, what the fuck is this? But we become, like, so accepting of, like, unorthodox. She's like, all right, you just let him do his artistic thing. And then you find a song of theirs that, they, that you like. And then it doesn't matter how weird that they are or how weird the song is. You just classify it as art, even though it's, like, in a hip-hop base. And then somebody likes that, and then it becomes, like, spawns. Of this people, and then they become the culture. Okay, so if that's the case, would you say childish? No, because childish can fucking rap. No, childish can rap. Yeah. He can rap. Yeah, but I'll say, it's not, but okay, it's in I'll the say, sense I'll of, say on, but in the sense of like the weirdo aspect of it, like mm, he's he kind of he kind of branched that. But I don't think it, I don't think it showed out as much in his. Music. I don't think I don't think him. It was more of his if video can, content. I could was more projected that way. If I could pick out like one particular person. I would say Young Thug. And Young Thug's been out for like a nice minute. Mm-hmm. And like when you first seen him, like he's like got a dress on. <laughs> yeah, his sister okay. t-shirt on. Mm-hmm. And then when you hear him put out music, you'd be like, yo, this is kind of weird. But his melodies are so good. You're like, this is not a rap. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. And then you listen to it, and then not bad turns into he has fans. And then after he was on the after he was to me after he was on uh, he was on the song with um, Ti, it was like a rap, and then like people just started like branching out from after that. So you get like a bunch of the artists now they'll be like a saturated version of the weirdo because Young Thug is still around, but a lot of people so who came out under after him they're not around. So you're saying Young Thug was a lynch point? He's a big lynch point. Okay, and I don't, and like. To me, when Amigo first came out, like they were kind of like their style was like different, but I wouldn't say they were a lynch point because whatever they still they still like put words together. Like Young Thug, you can't almost like hear him. Like you just like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like he's like when he first came out, it was like seriously like mumble rap. Mm-hmm. But like once you get in tune of like the youth run the culture. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. the youth run the culture, regardless. Of how old Hove is still rapping, the youth run a culture. So, like, somebody knew, like, oh, I like him. He's himself. Mm-hmm. Even if it's crazy, and then, like, a bunch of people who look at him like, yo, he's himself, yeah. become hip hop now. And then, you know what's, let me just jump here. You know what's always interesting, too, is that with that, too, I feel like, as, as you mentioned earlier, the, the bars matter so much less in mm-hmm. regards to, to mainstream and to mm-hmm. his popular, you know, popular music and I feel it's because too with the youth like they really don't have the attention span no that it takes yeah. to 
just you know decipher bars mm-hmm. as you know as they used to. Because I remember growing up, like if you really couldn't rap, like you really if you had no bars, like nobody even listened to you. You, you didn't get, exist. You didn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, we're we're growing up in time where people like you got your KRS One, you got you know, for like Wu Tang people that just had bars on top of bars and just levels to it. Now there's almost no substance to popular At music. All. You got a catchy, catchy chorus. It's dying though. It. You think, think so? so? Think so? Yes. Mobile rap is dying. And like, I have a chef at my job because I work at a cooking school. And he was like, I think mobile rap's dying. And they made me sit and think about it. I was like, yo, it's kind of dying. And I say it's kind of dying because one, even though she has ghostwriters, Cardi B is not mobile rap. Mm-hmm. Nah, she's she's the, technically the most prominent hip hop artist right now. Is Cardi arguably considered mumble rap? No, but I'm making a point of like mumble rap is like dying because you got to look before Cardi like those last couple two years the freshman cover was ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god, it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And they was having freshman cover freestyles and like everybody had the same style. You just like, <laughs> like yeah, right. what the fuck is going on? Right. Yeah. And it was That's like it's 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 dying in the sense of like words like technically matter because you got to look at. Who were like the the who were the main people we talked about last year? Pusha T, Cardi, Drake, Meek. These were like the main people. Prior to that, Young Thug, like a bunch of like mumble rap, like Uzi, like Uzi, Uzi, like people like that. They're still around. It's still relevant because they still have a fan base. But when the last time like you heard Uzi, Uzi, like around like that, mm-hmm. you don't anymore. Like you don't hear it anymore. I don't listen to any of that shit. So I feel yeah, yeah. like it's, it's dying slowly. And look who's out, look who you hear about now this year. Rappers, you hear about rappers this year. Freddie Gibbs, Rick Ross, Rhapsody, Rhapsody. amazing Rhapsody, yes, amazing. You want to know what? Can you put Ross? Because Ross is kind of timeless in a sense. You can. You yeah, Ross is Ross has been a while, but I'm just talking about the even even in a realm like there's a nice relevant. there's a nice short period with Mastermind. And he had albums out where you didn't really hear about Rick Ross projects. He was just, just Rick Ross. I'm just out here. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like it probably is it's dying, so to speak, where, like, words matter. Like, what's this? What's this broad? Meg Thee Stallion. She's, like, super big now. Yeah. I don't like her songs. That's just me. Mm-hmm. But I like her freestyles. Like, she could put words together. Like, well, and she got a flow, and I'm not judging her on New York standard. She raps very well, like somebody from Houston, because mm-hmm. people from New York we judge people from yeah, yeah they're a little bit way different. different. Yeah, a different. way different. That's why like people like um, uh, Andre stood out so much. She's like, oh my god, son, he might beat one of us. Mm-hmm. He might beat one of us. Like yeah. Andre from Outcast, he might beat one of us. Like you gotta look at like the people that New York hold who are out of state. We hold them high if we like. Oh man. Like Kendrick's like, mm. might have to catch him on the third round. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he not only can rap, but he has bars, he has metaphors. He'll outflow you. He's like, oh man. Oh man. I should punch him. That's why he can't rap. <laughs> right. And then okay, win. so who would you argue <laughs> is better, Kendrick or J. Cole? This thing will put me on record saying this. Piece of shit. You know, I'll say it. Here, here. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. No, no, I'll, I'll say it because I'm, whatever. I say Kendrick, and I'll tell you why. And I'm not saying Kendrick. I'm not going to say that in the realm of like he's the better rapper. Kendrick, I'll say he's better. Why? Because 
80s hip hop, 90s hip hop, a lot of it was like, I'm going to battle you. J. Cole, he, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't think to battle people. He doesn't think to be like, oh, there's a king. Kendrick love that shit. Hmm. He loves that shit. Like, somebody say, somebody say something? <laughs> somebody say something? <laughs> Bet. Right. Bet. And he goes to fucking destroy you. That's why I say he's better because he, he has that competitive fire that J. Cole doesn't have. And don't get me wrong, J. Cole get on a feature and he'll be like, oh, this nigga want to rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted to rap. But just normally, he just he's just J. Cole. Normally, Kendrick is like, I want somebody to say something. And he got a crew of people like that. He got, he got hoodlums around him. Schoolboy, j Rock, you got hood niggas. Hmm. Like, like, you should say something, Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you one more question then. So... Mm-hmm. J. Cole's been doing a lot of features recently. Out of his out of his feature body of work, do you feel like a lot was his best feature today? Yes. I feel like no oh man. I feel like his features, like right now, is like the verses on his features were better than his last two albums. Really? The verses, yes. Yeah. And I say that in a sense, like yes. you heard you heard the feature on um that was not a lot of music. Like the feature on Rhapsody album, the feature was like Sojourner. Yes. Body that. Yeah. The feature on um the song he did with Royce, Body That. The, the, fe- the Bolo Bo? Bolo Bo. He bodies Royce on that. <laughs> yeah. The feature he did with um even on um on Black's feature. Loving your light. That's one of he ripped that. Like on all his features, like he's ripping his features and then like he sits in the crib and makes his album. Where he doesn't have to challenge himself. Mm-hmm. Like, you go out and then, like, if you go on somebody's feature, you're like, all right, man, I gotta work on this song. Because mm-hmm. I didn't make the beat. But see, not for nothing, though, Cole's been doing that from way back. I think I when, I, when I started when I started listening to Cole, if I'm not mistaken, was when he went on Wale's joint mm. and just tore Wale to shreds on his own song, on his own album. To my Beautiful but, Bliss? Yes. Yeah. Killed him. That's how he's a fan, automatically. Yeah, but you wanna know what? Here's the thing. That J. Cole and the J. Cole we have now are not, are not the same J. Coles. No, it's not Because post-2014 J. Cole can do anything he wants. I'm sure he goes to Rock Nation like, yo, uh, my album's out, my album's ready. And they be like, all right, J. Cole, just, just put it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, why you even talking to us? <laughs> because Cole, um, Cole World, his first album, is not my favorite. It's, it's not, not my favorite actually, album. It's, it's and we don't even talk about it. Yeah. It's not my favorite, and you could tell like he was struggling to just like I need to put something out yeah. where they're gonna push my album up. Yeah, Born Center to me, that's just me. Born Center is my favorite Cole album. Of course, I, actually, Born Center is my favorite Cole album. It's a great album, and he. But you know what? For me, because it's it's so much rapping on there, and he made all the beats on there, where it becomes an arguable thing because like Born Center is Cole now, but it's hungry Cole now. Like, Cole now wants to make all his beats. Cole then wanted to make all his beats, but Cole was hungry then. 2014 is a perfect album because it's rapping, it's melodies, it's songs. It has a bunch of hits on there. You can listen to 2014 straight. It's his perfect album. After that, I'm sure Rock Nation was like, hey, man, why would you even show up? Why are you talking that for? Because, <laughs> like, his last two albums, he just, he was like, yeah, my album coming out next week. No promo. No single. The, the, the album before that, like, we were just hanging out all week, and then, like, Friday, an album popped up. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. 
But then because he, he he put a point out with like like I, yeah, you know you're gonna sell. We already know you're gonna sell. So now he just put out an album, but he doesn't have a pressure on him now. Which what 2014 and Born Center World, it was like a little bit of pressure from the label. It was like, yeah, Born Center was good, it sold, but we still need you to um put out singles. Mm-hmm. He hasn't put out a single in like who fucking knows post album. He put out single after the album drops. Yeah. So he's not hungry and he doesn't have any pressure on him. I think which hinders him. He is uh he doesn't sweat it because his core fan base is so No, it's it's massive. It's it's fucking retarded. So it's like even if he's like, if nobody else fuck with me, I'm still good. Mm-hmm. I can still eat. I'm still bringing in, eh, let's say, $3 million a year. Uh, just I'm going to say something, and nobody correct me, but you can correct me. Okay. J. Cole post-2014 is... No, I'm not even going to say J. Cole. J. Cole fans post-2014 are Nas fans post-Illmatic. Mm-hmm. Because people still hold Nas. If you ask somebody, any Nas fan, you're like, you're like yo, why you like Nas? Illmatic, son. And he's had great albums. He had, he had some he had some slouch albums. But everybody always goes back to Illmatic. Post-2000 fan, like, I don't, nobody talks to me about Born Center. If I say you like Cole, they go immediately to 2014. And even though his his last two albums don't compare to 2014, they still off that high. I'm like, what? Cole got hits? And they'll, they'll, throw, it, they'll, throw, it out, they'll throw it out 2014 whole thing now. Okay, so what can you honest? So, uh, would you say Nas fan, J Cole fans are kind of like uh, they're, they're kind of like Beyonce fans? They're like you just can't say shit. No, I'm not even getting to that fan base. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even getting to that fan base. All right, but let's uh, let's segue a little bit though. Speaking yeah. of Beyonce, um, what about R and B music? R and B. R and B music. Let's talk like let's talk about a little bit about like you remember back in the day like. That old school, that you know, that baby making music, like this, there's, there's no more. Do you feel like it's even changed? There's no more baby make. There's really no more baby making music out anymore. There isn't. There isn't. You wanna know why? Because that music was for like um, a different era. Not even just a different era, but exactly that in a sense of that music was like throw some tunes on, mm-hmm. talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People don't talk on the phone no more. They text. That, yeah. And. That was like songs where you like, yo, you invite sure you over, mm-hmm. you play music in the background. Mm-hmm. You got Jody C playing in the background. Right. Yeah. You don't invite chicks over anymore. You come through <laughs> and you fucking hit and she be bugging and you get rid of her. Right? <laughs> and then y'all sub each other on Facebook and then, <laughs> yeah, is and, then and then next thing y'all know, y'all in a relationship. And then <laughs> yeah, you blink and then that is nigga got a fur baby shirt on and a baby shower. You know, <laughs> That's what it is now. It's like a mass confusion and then relationship with kids. Music back then, I'm bugging. I'm probably bugging. No, no, no. I'm bugging. I'm probably bugging. No, but like you gotta look at like the music back then. Like even, which is funny, which is why I like um, J Cole's Middle Child so, so much because we are old enough to know a time before this, and we're. Young enough to be a part of this, right. Right. which is why we're the middle children of the generation because we know what it's like. My mother had a beeper, <laughs> right? Facts. You see what I'm saying? My mother had a beeper, and my mother got a cell phone now, right? And she be on apps and shit. My grandmother be on apps and shit. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I've we had VCRs. Yeah. Now we stream, so we understand both sides of the world. Yeah. 
But yeah, like you invite so you used to invite somebody over. You have the you have the old D long playlist, so yeah. don't get disrupted. You just play it and you just talk to shorty. That's how you got vagina back then. Right, mm-hmm. like, I don't gotta do that now. It was a simpler time. It was. It was easier. But also, th- I think it's simpler. no. It was. It, I don't want to say simpler. Now it's a simpler time. No, no. The reason why I say is now it's a simpler time. Before you had to have, you used to have to like. If you got a girl, then you you had a craft. They don't got craft now. They don't got no skill. They don't got no skill now. Like I have somebody I'm not gonna mention his name, who he talks to me all the time about how he gets girls. Right. But he gets, gets them over app. You're not hunting in the wild. You're not proving nothing to me. <laughs> right. You ain't meet her. You ain't invite her over. You ain't you ain't had to set the mood. You ain't had to spike. Like, you ain't have to get the I don't really do this from her. You ain't you ain't <laughs> you ain't get none of that. Like she was she was primed and ready by the time you met her. But I'm like, they're all like that in this era now, man. I'm like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Now so, talk about the comparison. So let me ask you, so do you think that people still even want to listen to, yes. to that kind of music? Baby making music? Yes. Yeah. Why? Because it's timeless. And honestly, because I listen to R&B music way more than I listen to rap music. Mm-hmm. And I rap. And like for the last couple years, I would say it's 2019, I, I, all my years merged together. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> like 2016, like down, like around, like the era of mumble rap. There, I felt like there was no R and B music. None. Like none. None. And it used to be a thing. You used to have an R and B feature on your song, but everybody oh, yeah. was everybody was um, harmonizing on their songs, and so there was like no R and B. There is. Oh, I can There's tell like you personally. There, no, there is a bunch of R and B out now. That is really good. Really, I have three R and B playlists. Really, you know, I was gonna ask you that too. Like, do you guys have a? Do you guys black? Have a- black is really good. Uh-huh. There's a dude out right now named uh, Mac Ayers. LMI is really good. Um, George- <laughs> Georgia Smith is really good. Uh-huh. Um, and she ha- she was my favorite album last year. Like her album is really 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 good. It's like super. Mm-hmm. It's like super like. Um, no, nah, there's a lot of good R&B out right now. Yeah, I will argue that there's good R&B out right now. But is it baby making music though? Baby making music? No. Right. No, because they were nobody want to make baby. All right, let's be honest. This whole generation doesn't know what good music is. Mm-hmm. I had a, they know what had good couple- music is, but they don't. They don't have the attention to. Nah, they care about, about it. I had a couple friends come through. We were going out, right? This chick comes in the car. I'm playing boys to men. Shorty gets in my car. She's like, oh, what are you playing? Oh, my God. Can you put on some Takashi 6 now? Oh, I said, bitch. Yeah. Bitch. That's super funny. Bitch. Wow. Get the boy. fuck out of my car. That's funny. Bitch. That's funny. That's funny. You got to go. But she said, she <laughs> should leave. Like, she got me. I told you to get the fuck out. If you don't know who boys to men is, you're doing a disservice. Yeah. And if you're a woman, you're doing a disservice we, to your vagina. We can't even have right? a discussion at, at that point. I'm sorry. We cannot have a discussion if you don't know who voice the man is. So let me ask you this. Um, how big <laughs> how big of an influence was that music on your on your sex life back in the back in the day when I was prevalent? How big was it? Yeah. It was the influence. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Cause you gotta look at it like you had to set the environment. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. We were younger. We wasn't really going out like that. Like how motherfuckers go out right now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like 
there wasn't an outside social world. You invite chick over to your crib. You bring it to your room, and then you set the environment in your room. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not playing DMX. <laughs> <laughs> like, even the hood chicks, they're not into that. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? You trying to fuck me to DMX? Here? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you feel? It's over. I don't know. Like, even hood chicks like Jodeci. Right, right, right. right. 112 here and there. Yeah. Like, those... Yeah. All, that shit. <laughs> all that was great following me, but I felt like, for me, I just like... I like to kick it a little bit more. I used to be like, yeah, man. Throw a little Barry White for you. Oh, oh you, you were sagging it. Oh, you were I like... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stop it right now. <laughs> you said... I just suggested, like, you should go old in age... And you like, I don't know. And then the first thing you pop out is Barry White, nigga. Right. You should go right. older age. Right. None of these people. She already right. You just don't want to swipe what you know she about She know all this. about that. That's going to get you in. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to get you in. Yeah, you won. <laughs> <laughs> you won. So, um, what was uh, what was some of your go-tos? Kind of, we all got mm. go-tos. Hmm. What was uh, what was a couple of your go-tos back in the, back in the day? I don't know if I want to um, disclose these um Top information. Oh, so, uh, G9 classified? Mm. I'll say anywhere. Go to songs or go to artists? artists. No, just songs. Whichever. There's two different categories. Go to song. Give me go to song. Give me go to song. song. Like when you, yo, when Shorty walk in, right? You know, she get comfortable. She sit down. She, you know, hey, how you doing? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and you go, hey, you know, you, you step over to your little. <laughs> I guess you're uh, your disc changer. I guess we back in the oh, day. Um, you're disrespectful. <laughs> you're disc changer. You see, your you sixth disc changer. Huh? Back in the day, oh, my yeah. go-to <laughs> genuine. Um, genuine was a move. Genuine, yo, genuine has some hits though. Yeah, you put you play the right song at the right moment, and she's walking in and dropping. You're right. <laughs> you want to know what? You're right. Uh-huh. You're right. You throw so inches on at the beginning. Mm. Begin that playlist. What you know? And she and she yeah. hit you with the. What you, what you know about that? this? And she's like, right. oh, I got her. I got her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's done. She finished. She finished. Game over. She finished. <laughs> I'm about well, to go get her water ready. Right. <laughs> oh man. I mean, for me, one of my favorite joints. I never had like a like a you know an opener and a, a close like you guys. You guys, were, <laughs> y'all, y'all were advancing the game. You know what I'm Sorry, like, you just had, had I just, the list. I just had lists. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just go to join on like, but I think one of the one of the best ones was uh, the Jodeci, the freaking you remix. Um, Not the, that one was better. The original was tough. No, the remix is better. The remix. You wanna know why? Because because it starts off with um, what's this? Uh, is that Rayquan? Right? It's not Rayquan, really mm-hmm. and then it starts off it starts on mass move. You got style like it does sound way smoother than the original yeah. one. Yeah, man. What you know about that? <laughs> listen, man. I got yo, yo my, you my are, listen, no, you are you, you 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 are you are music head. You are music head. You are music head. Do you yeah. still have a list? Oh, I still got a list. <laughs> I, I still got the CD. Listen, I still act. <laughs> It's transition now. Mm-hmm. Like now, people can take advantage, bro. Like when you're streaming stuff, I mean, you can throw a six hour playlist of nothing but that music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, so, how prevalent is it now? Do you use, do you still use a playlist no. all the time? No. Or no? no. Why? I just, why? why? Text on Netflix and chill. 
I hate to just throw that cliche out, but it is way more of a situation when you come over to watch TV. Mm. Like you don't have to sit. They don't want to talk. It's easier, but like they don't want to talk. Let's be honest. I got all the skill I've been building up for years, and then like you're gonna waste my talent. (laughs) Like I had had to finesse you. I don't got to finesse you anymore. Like the movie Mm. going on, and then like. Just get closer. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. like it's right. like yeah, like it's background music now. Yeah, that's all it is. Oh yeah, yeah. It didn't really set the exact mood. You don't, you don't no. need to set the mood. But that's the thing. With this whole generation, there is no mood set. Yeah, it's no mood set. It's just that's like so she know what it is. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you text me like, yo, you wanna know it? Which, I, which is why I feel like eggplant it. emoji. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. Right. Why she I feel like why a lot of like this generation. It's like I keep saying generation. That should make you old. Exactly. Yeah, it does. This day and age. You know? No, these that's that's new niggas. New niggas sound better because I'm not. I, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you had to. I feel like it was a. Uh, you had to earn your vagina back then. Mm-hmm. You had to earn it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to earn it. You had to. You had to earn. Mm-hmm. You had to earn that bra pick. Mm-hmm. I you gotta that. earn it. That's and then yeah. once you earn it, it's like and then you do it more than once. You're like, nah, this guy knows how to get girls. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of them right now they don't know how to get girls, yeah. and it puts them in a weird position, like where they have to like come in contact with somebody who they have to earn, and they mm-hmm. like, nah, this bitch bugging. Like, nah, nigga, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> right, like you're just not doing it. Right. Like you just don't know what you're doing. You're doing right. Yeah, the the courtship process is uh, completely is different. completely different. Yeah, man. It's we had to learn how to fish. They just go to the market now. <laughs> yeah, they already there. Just yeah, like, they just go to the market. Now. I want this one. No, I want this one. No, I want this one. You see that? You see that motion? Maybe. Yeah. Tinder. Swipe yeah. left. Yeah. Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm out here air swiping. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah, but that's how it. That's how it is. It's now. uh, it's just a different classification. Nah, man. Fuck that. It's, they I'm don't glad I had to learn it. how to earn my shit. Of course. It makes, of course. it makes us it makes us appreciate it more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's because it's so easy for them now. That's why these girls are thoughts. Uh, and all these different things. Because it's easy. Mm-hmm. Nobody appreciates anything that comes easy. And they never have they've never been finessed before. You know what I'm saying? True. And that's why I said I'm glad I learned how to But they don't want to be finessed. No. Because if you don't know what it feels like to be Yes, so it's like super <laughs> weird. Like right. I remember like I met this chick one time, right? And like, if you're not used to something, you yep, just look at it like, yep. what the fuck is this nigga doing? I remember I opened the door mm. for her before I went through, and then she was just like, yo, just go. And I was like, this bitch bugging. Right. And I was like, you don't know what? Am I bugging? Like, nah, she bugging. Yeah, but you gotta think, to but when you stop and think about it, you're like, yo, this bitch never had nobody open the door for us, right? Mm-hmm. So she thinks, like, motherfuckers open the door, she go first. Like, nah, what? Mm-hmm. So it's a weird thing, and it puts you in a position like, nah, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's just that, like, it's like cognitive design. It's like you're in a realm of a world now that you're unfamiliar with. So yep. it's like weird. It's like this nigga want to open the door for me. Yep. I wish this nigga would just go. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. He wants to take me out. Like, let's just go back to the like. Let's go back to yeah, the like, yeah. Right. Like, you want to go out to eat? Like, no, I don't want to go out to eat. Like, this is a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, is it? I guess the mindset, I guess, is totally different. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. now for the, the younger generation. I mean, guys and girls too. I yeah. feel like girls, females' attitudes towards you know sex and relationships are different now they're more a lot more open yeah more open probably even more proactive i think in yeah. their you know yeah. in their, in their here's the thing they don't know what they're doing 
And I'm gonna tell you why they don't know what they're doing. You just open you just opened up a door for me to run my mouth. <laughs> the reason why I say and they don't know what they're doing is, is I had a I had a conversation with a female friend of mine, right? I don't wanna say she's a mill she's not a millennial because she has she's she's a middle child, right? Okay. But here's the thing. Women now, they want to be like, oh, I fucked that nigga. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which and they don't understand why they can't be like, oh, I fucked that nigga. Because that's not how it works. And the reason why it's like that's not how it works is because guys get credit for fucking women because y'all are naturally not just going to give us vagina. Mm-hmm. So if you try to fuck a dude, he's naturally just going to give you penis. Mm-hmm. So you're not doing anything. Like, you don't get credit right. for making a nigga want to sleep right. with you. Like, it's like, oh, shit, I ain't got no pussy all week. What mm-hmm. up? You see what I'm saying? Like, I told her, I was like, yo, women, okay, y'all get credit for doing things that dudes are not naturally going to do. If you have a nigga crying, talking about you my, my cinnamon apple outside, you get yeah. credit for that. Right. If you get a dude <laughs> to spend money on you, you get credit for that. Right. These are the things you get credit for because dudes are not naturally going to give you money. Mm-hmm. This is not our natural emotion. Like, y'all natural emotion is not to give us sex. Right. That's why we get the props for having, for having sex with women because it's an art now. We are making you do something that you're not naturally going to do. So when you make dudes trick on you, that is an art. I've never actually heard explain that way before. That yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I need, I need that's interesting. It's breaking it down. That's yo, yo, yo. yo. So talk about girl like that. that <laughs> mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut that shit out. Put no shit in the bag. I'm fucked up in this game. The door is this way. <laughs> See y'all later, man. I ain't going to be in the Bronx anyway. You know? <laughs> nah, but it's just... My brain is a weird conundrum, and I sit around and think about shit like this all the time. Yeah. And like I explained to myself, I was like, yo, you gotta look at it this way because women, like women now, they love to be like, yo, I fuck this nigga, and then that's what they make it. It makes them to be more promiscuous, so to speak, because they feel like, oh, I'm fucking all these niggas. Like, nah, all these niggas are fucking you. If you get all these niggas to trick on you, that's where your credit goes. That's where you get points on the board for because I was spending. Niggas are not niggas like money over bitches. I'm not giving these bitches no money, but if you're getting niggas to give you money and secretly, mm-hmm. these are where your points are on the board. We get points on the board because y'all not with this dudes out right now who spend rent, who paid rent, right. bills, and still have not gotten no Where's vagina. Them zaddies, yeah, zaddies. I think. Yeah, like they spend mad money, yeah. takes bills is paid, and they've gotten no vagina yet. These are where you get your points at, shorty. These are where you get your points at. Like, you're so in tune with, like, trying to do what dudes do. You don't even know where your art is at. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I look at you. Like, Yo, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you think you fucking these dudes? They know each other. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. I mean, it's, it's, it's like that, though. Like, if she's going to give it up to me, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I can tell my boy, yeah, like, she's... She with it. Like, she's going to do whatever. Yeah. All you got to do is X, Y, Z. Bam, she's in there. Like, there's no... It's no art. It's not we have to do necessarily to get that. Mm-hmm. And we've been taught that females, it's a choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, guys, we will stick our dick in just about yeah. anything that, oh, what is, what's that, old, that offers. You uh, know what I'm saying? Uh, like, dick is free. Mm-hmm. Dick is free. Mm-hmm. Like, it is. Yeah, this is free. You don't got to earn that. This nigga right now just walking the street. Like, if a chick walked up with him, Oh, was it Patrice O'Neill? So he's like, yo, you could get, you could, he's like, women's like, you don't got, you don't got to have swagger to get dick. You may not get the dick that you want, 
And that's where the mindset is like, chicks, well, I can't, I can't, I can't get like dudes that want me like that. I'm like, yeah, like you don't get the guy that you want. Right. You see what I'm saying? Getting dick is not a problem. Getting a dick that you want is a different thing. He was like, yo, you could go in the street, see somebody. If you ain't got to be sexy with you, just look at him like, <laughs> and just point at it and make a, a growling face. And you go look around, see if it's a trick. <laughs> and you're going to do it again. But he's like, monsters is giving up pussy, baby. What's supposed to do? Right. Yeah. 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 Um, who were the, who were the, like, the major artists back in the day, I guess, for the R&B scene? Like, who would you say were, like, a top R&B artist? Genuine. Genuine. Uh... Joe, Donnell Jones. Joe. Donnell Jones is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's God right there. One of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's this? Avant? Oh, yeah. I told you I had a playlist, right? Yeah. I'm like, well, it's like, are you going 90s? You're going 80s? You're going early 2000s? Because I'm like, each of those eras in itself, there's. Mm-hmm. So, like, where would you put Trey Songs? I knew he was going to say Trey Songs. Yeah. I don't know why. I feel like Trey Songs. I mean, you know, we, we all know I feel like Trey Songs. I feel like Trey Songs is. Last of a dying break? No, I feel like Trey Songs is the reason why, like, there's no uh, finesse. Because he, he, his first album, Gotta Make It, it super toggles between, like, classic R&B mm-hmm. and, like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna fuck you. Like, he says, <laughs> right. like, he says, like, we talked about that. Like, he's like, yeah, your pussy yeah. dripping. Like, he says it. <laughs> Neighbors know my name. Yeah, like, he's, <laughs> like, like, he is, he is the line. Right. He is the line yeah. from, Old R&B yeah. to where new R&B. So yeah. everything after Trey Songs is technically no more finesse because mm. he he was that line. That's true. Like, he made like, the love songs and then he you know because his head, singles he was getting head on the damn song like let's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was getting head like let's be yeah, yo listen to the um anticipation two two there's a whole there's two whole skits he's getting hit he's and getting head and he's getting and he's fucking on the skit. Yep. Yeah, like after the song, there's a whole yeah. sixty long seconds yes. of, of her giving. It goes on for a while. Like, you just playing it, mold, and if you, all of that. you come in the room and they're just talking to you and just like no 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 no, you got to pause that. Yeah, because they'll go right from the song. Like, it's just mass move, and then they'll go from <laughs> yeah, right, mm-hmm. right, and then you hear her and she's yeah. you know all yeah. all the sounds. Yeah, the whole so he's technically so, yeah. that line for that. I agree with that. Yeah, he definitely bridges that gap because <laughs> he was like just gotta make it and. He's making love to you, and this, and then the next thing you know, it's like, oh, let's fuck. Oh, okay. Oh, first okay. album, like the single is, is "I Don't Want to Leave." Yeah. And then right. when this album is, I just want to cut. Right, 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 right. Cake and yeah, like, like yeah, man, you gonna get all this. <laughs> so, um, real quick, do you think that uh those artists can be successful in this day and time? Who? Like the kind of stuff that we classic R and B artists. Do you think there's a room? Is there room for classic R and B? No. Yes. Yes, I feel like you could do it, but like it's not effective. Yes, because like what's this? No, because the dude, the dude I just named, what's this? Um, Mac Ayers, and he's a he's a he's a goofy looking white guy. Mm. His aesthetics does not match his sound, but he is like he, he does not belong in his time. His 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 project is like super R and B. This nigga plays the guitar. This nigga has a whole band. Like, that is 80s, 90s shit. Like, to have a band and you playing an instrument. Her is, like, the only person who plays an instrument oh, yeah. out here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be successful in it, but you have to not care about being uh, a A-list celebrity. Okay. You have to just not care about it. Like, 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 like Drake is an A-list celebrity. Like, you always hear his name, always hear his mm-hmm. face. 
like Mac Ayers, I, I could tell maybe three people about him and they'll be like, oh, I know who that is. Or I would have to put people onto him. Now you could be successful and then you can have like a fan base, but it's not something like, and shit. I feel like that's a contradiction. And only reason I feel like, no, hold on, let me hear it. Because like you said that these women don't know how to be finessed anymore. So how, if they don't know how to be finessed, how can these old school R and beers be effective in this modern age? Because when you try to finesse them, right? Because that's where we come from. They're like, mm-hmm. "Fuck are you doing? Yeah, Just fuck but, me." But here's like, like, you know, there's, no, the, there's really no foreplay. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, you gotta look in a realm of like a lot of the stuff that we are accustomed to doing now that that we adapted to were stuff that we just willingly like wanted. You see what I'm saying? Like social media is prominent. It wasn't like you was like, yeah, man. You know what I would like to do? Talk to everybody on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know somebody in Afghanistan and I want to have them follow me while I go to the bodega in Brooklyn. That's not something we it's not something we decided to do. Right. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's a um persistence to make them adapt to it because here's the thing like like that's why I said, I'm glad I know how to, I know I know how to fish because here's the thing like if I meet a chick who's younger than me and she don't know shit about being like romance or finesse right even if let's say I open the door for her right and she like nigga just go I'm like alright cool and then the next time y'all hang out you open the door for her again she's gonna be like oh this is what this nigga wants to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like it's like implementing something on her that she doesn't even know that she would want. It's like it's basically brainwashing, which everything what everything is everything now does, yeah. is brainwashing. All right. and, it, and and it's like let's say like and I'm not saying like it's some goofy bitch that you don't give a fuck about. Like, like I kind of like her. Yeah. yeah, she's just fucking goofy, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's just fucking goofy, and she doesn't know she's oh. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a sight lesson real quick. It's called the Dunning. Kruger effect. So okay. it's basically when your brain does not have the cognitive ability to know it does not have the information for that. So basically, your brain doesn't know that it's stupid because mm-hmm. you're not smart enough to know to realize that you're stupid. That, just, that sounds crazy, right? But it's amazing. But it's amazing. So like, if I'm going out on a, a date with a chick, she has a cool personality. She's just fucking goofy because right. she's not used to shit. And I open the door for her. She's like, yo, just go. The first time, I just go. Mm-hmm. Next time I hang out with her, I'll open the door. The second time, she's going to go because she's in her head. She's going to like, this is what this nigga wants to do. Mm-hmm. Right? By the third time, she's used to me going she through the door. Now, right? now, let's say me and her break up, right? And she goes out with a nigga mm-hmm. and he doesn't open the door for her. She's going to look at him like, what the Crazy. fuck are you doing? Crazy, yeah. What are you doing? Right. Yep. My last open- man opened the door for right. me. Right. You're not going to open the door yeah. for me? Like- Bitch, I ain't that <laughs> last nigga. <laughs> No, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. Like, all you need is one person to affect culture. True. You see what I'm saying? Because now you have her, her have a higher standard of dealing with men to open the door. And then now, like, she's with her friend. She's the third wheel. She's with her friend. Your man open the door for you. Right, yeah. right, right. Women listen to shit like that. Your man open the door for you. Mm-hmm. Bugging. But you know what's crazy? That's literally. That little example right there is literally how culture spreads. Yes. Yeah. Literally. That is a literal example yes. of how culture Like just her telling her friend, like, your man open the door yeah. for you. My man did. Then it becomes a culture thing because, especially now, women culture is prominent. Mm-hmm. 
I, nah, I, it's crazy, but I love it because Rhapsody gets more likes, man. Because she wasn't getting old, but now that this woman culture is such a big thing, women rap artists now are prominent. Mm-hmm. Prominent. And I love yes. it for Rhapsody because I'm a Rhapsody fan for a while. And she got she's getting a lot of light right now. Yeah, I heard her la- I heard her last album. I didn't hear the new one. I don't know if you've ever heard Rhapsody. Um, yeah. yeah, Rhapsody is incredible. Like, <clears throat> best female rapper. I said. Great talent. Yes. No, this album like out right now. It's above the, the above the last one. Yeah, man, she deserves a Grammy. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. I said it. She deserves a Grammy mm. and a whole feature. <laughs> and a whole feature. A whole feature. That's a lot. She's talking to his white boy. Yeah, man, but you don't just get a whole feature. <laughs> you gotta earn. You think you gotta earn that whole feature? Like Jeezy and Jeezy, Hov and Rust, they come from the same drug selling ambiance. That's the word I'm gonna use. So it was easy, and and Hov signed them when he was on Def Jam. He signed Rust. He signed Jeezy. So they got features easily, easily, and then after that, they just all these niggas are spawns of Hov. When you look at them, yeah. like Ross, Jeezy, like they, they, they think entrepreneur businesses, Nipsey, all these things are, are spawns of hope. And all he had to do was like affect a couple people, and then like everybody else around culture saying, like, all you need is like, all you need is like, yo, so you should do this. And then people see that being successful, and they're like, what you doing? Uh huh. What you doing? How'd you do that? Yeah, yeah how'd you do that? I'm like, what kind of spawns from Nipsey? We're spawns. I mean, I'm spawned from Hove. And like, I'm, yeah, I'm spawned from Hove. Like, <laughs> like, but it's it's, okay, it's, well, just, it's just a fact. It's, it's, it's just basically so. like it's just basically shifting the paradigm of like a mental state of, and that's what basically what makes culture because like, mm, a lot of raps don't get no plays right because a lot of these chicks who are out now like who a lot of the promiscuous female rappers out now like. They speak how women shouldn't speak. That's why they have so many fans. You see what I'm saying? My pussy, this and that. Does mm-hmm. a real ass bitch get fucked by that nigga? That's what the average bitch feels right here. She ain't mm-hmm. gonna say it. Mm-hmm. But now that you got music and it's a hit, mm-hmm. this bitch will go down the street. Real ass right. bitch get fucked by that nigga. <laughs> where, where, like, five years ago, that would have never no, came out of her no, mouth. Never. She felt it, but she would have never said it. You see what I'm saying? Like, And, like, a lot of women, like, had to hold on to their uh, promiscuous activity or like, I might as well fuck this nigga and, be, and just be cool about it. They had to hold on to it because it was culturally wrong. Now that there's a bunch of female rappers who are just like, and now you have like public support that you would just say, um, be a whole with that, whatever. But I don't want to use that, man, because like, man, I don't know, man. You know nah, that's something different. Not, I feel I'm, like it I'm, all I'm, ties into a certain extent because I'm just like... I'm fine with the art, but I don't, I don't know about the I feel that. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's going to be a, it's it's gonna turn different. into a whole side tangent, but it's like women in itself, right? There was a there was a time where a woman cheating on her man was frowned upon. The community, right? Yeah, they killed you. Like, <laughs> it was like, yo, they still do kill you in certain places. For that. Yeah, they killed you. You said, oh, you fucked my... Kill that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like it was frowned upon. Now it's glorified. It's glorified. It's like, yeah, that's the fucking thing to do. Like, it's glorified. And it's just like, it's such a fuck it. It's disgusting. It's a weird no, I I, I wouldn't full fledged disgusting. It's just it's just such a weird movement. It's it's a um how can I word this? 
if you you if you oppress somebody for so long, if somebody feels oppressed for so long, when they get to revolt, they revolt. See what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of women for oh man, look at me, look at me defending women. <laughs> I never do that shit. But it's 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 such a thing of like women felt oppressed for so long, and then they have to live in a realm of looking at guys like be promiscuous, so to speak, right? Even though our plights are different, like even like I said earlier, like that's. Y'all having sex with dudes is not where y'all get y'all credit at. But they still had to watch us have sex with girls and it just be cool. So they feel oppressed. They're like, why can't I have sex with dudes? And it's not that. Why can't I? I can't um, explore my sexuality to its fullest potential. They're going to get tired of it because even we get tired of it after a while. You see what I'm saying? Like, after a while. So you think it's just a big old passing phase? Hell yeah. This is just a big phase. This is just a movement phase now. To get out of the system. And then- <laughs> yeah, this is a movement phase. Like, you think, like, all this promiscuous shit is going to keep going for forever? No, it's going to pass. Eventually. It's just humongous right now because it's something that we've never seen. This is technically the second women's movement right now. What do you think about that? Interesting. I can I can agree with the fact that it, I think it'll probably pass eventually. Because there's always phases, right? Yeah. So, like- I, I can definitely agree with that. Like, I don't feel like it's going to go on forever. I don't feel like just, these bitches are going to be, like, real ass bitch forever. <laughs> There's still going to be a few out here, like, what? What up? Like, I ain't sure. Chill. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> do you think, I guess, I don't know if it's, like, a too high-level question, but, like, do you think that the women of this time that kind of have that sort of mindset and then are kind of, you know, having kids and kind of passing that mindset on, is it possible that that could be the new social norm in a, you know a generation or two? And that's the point. Uh, yes, but no, 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 no. I have an answer for it. I have an answer for it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I said this. I said this to my brother. I said this to Jason. I feel. Don't be offended, not because it doesn't have to do with you. I feel like most of these women out here don't know shit until you're 35 or have a kid. And I say these things, so to speak, because youth is your gun. Lack of responsibility is your gun. When you get to 35 and then you like, it actually like kind of hits you like, oh man, I'm fucking up. Even if you have a kid now, you looking at them like, oh, mommy was wilding. Mommy was wilding. Mommy's wilding. Because... And in a weird in a weird scheme, I can't technically have a conversation with a woman who doesn't have kids or who's thirty five because her mindset is just illogical. Like she, she doesn't want to make sense with the shit that I'm saying. Even though I'm not telling her like yo don't do this or like fucking relax, she doesn't hear it because there's no consequences to her hearing it. And when women get older, they start to realize that every day there's somebody turning eighteen and nineteen. You see what I'm saying? Like being being up to 25 is your gun. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can say whatever you want. You don't got to listen to logic at all. What? This nigga want me to stay in the crib, bitch? I girl summer. Fuck these niggas talking about. Mm-hmm. And you can just right. live like that. And you can, and because I feel like the age sphere has shifted. Like, 30 used to be like, you better relax and settle it down. 40 is that now. Like, 30 is not where, like, motherfuckers feel like it's midlife crisis anymore. Right. Like, 40 is, like, around the age where you're like, all right. Fucking relax. Because, like, motherfuckers are still doing shit out right now. Like, 30. 
Yes. Time. It's, it's such a time thing. I because 35 like, is a midlife crisis. I don't, I don't disagree. Now. I don't disagree with the notion. I just disagree with it genderly. Because I'm like the whole, I feel like at least, and I want you to come in on this. I like I feel like at least for women, I feel like 30 is that age for them. Because between that 30, hold on, hear me out. Let me finish this. Those are 32 year old thoughts right now. <laughs> I'm not saying they don't exist. <laughs> they definitely well, did. I mean, of course. There's, They're definitely, yeah, without a doubt. But it's like within that 30 to 40 realm, for us, yeah. for us, this this ultimately, but you know what? our timeline is like, a lot longer for us to have I these like, problems to even sort them out. I feel like for we females, have, I feel it's, like we have the old, we have the old thinking. Like I know, I know, I feel like I know exactly what you're about to say, but I feel like we have the old thinking. I would mean like the old thinking as like, like, bitch, you wild on that thirty? Mm-hmm. But in this decade, like in this realm of the world, like, like it's a bitch like laid on the floor right now, still from right. last night, thirty two. Yeah. She's like she's knocked out because thirty is not thirty anymore. I think it depends. Thirty on to us, know. where we used to understand mm-hmm. what thirty was, is still thirty. Right, because that's what it is to me. Because that's what it said to us. Yeah. Even though we don't feel that way, because we were raised on like thirty, you better get your shit together. Right, right. That's yeah. where we live at. They yeah. don't see that anymore. Right. Okay. Forty is where like you should get your shit together, and we're moving the paradigm along with them because. 20-year-olds, they still act like they're fucking 13 to 17. So the par- that the age paradigm is moving. And, like, I say this, like, 35 used to be midlife crisis. Like, because motherfuckers live to 50. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers live... Arnold is 70. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger is 70. Mm-hmm. This nigga got drop kicked last year, and this nigga stuck... He- <laughs> like... The no, realm he did not of take the, that motherfucker fell. The, no, he didn't fall. But the realm, the, but the realm of looking at sixty and seventy is what how we used to look at fifty. Like when we were younger, we look at fifty like damn, fifty is old. Oh, and right. motherfuckers at fifty used to look decrepit. Yeah. This fifty year olds walking around right now. So the so so the so the so 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 the age paradigm and the thought process is like moved up more. So. Like, chicks who are like 35, like going into 40, that's when they're like, I need to relax. Yeah. 30, 20, they're not going to relax because it's, it's, you're still young. I guess I'm old fashioned. You are. I am a little bit too because that's how I feel. We I'm all, 30, we I'm all fucking old, old, old fashioned yeah. right now. Together, but it's, right? Just, it's just like, you just gotta, just gotta mentally adapt to the world that we're in right now. Fair enough. Because that's the thing. That's, I'm old-fashioned, but I'm not old because I understand the world that I'm in and I can maneuver in it. You see what I'm saying? Like, there are older people who, like, refuse to get down with technology even though technology runs the world. They, they're, they're, those are the people that you could call old. You could call us old fast. That's why I'm like, I'll let, let people call me trash is my bank. Right. That's, why, <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't let people call me old. Only, tw- only 21 motherfuckers call people over 25 old. Yeah. Like, I am watching the story this chick I, I, I yeah she was 21 like her friend turned 25 and, and this is that conversation bitch you, bitch you old I'm like what how dare you people who are like 21 they told people difference. they told people 25 and older old oh, but old to me is not being able to maneuver with the present that's old like like you see the old like the old motherfuckers what the fuck what y'all doing out here yeah. what y'all doing out here oh, what's going on like Plus, I, I maneuver well. <laughs> right. I maneuver well within the realm of the present, 
And like, if you can maneuver in the present, I feel like that you're not old. Even if your mindset is old fashioned, it doesn't make you like old. Old is like not being able to like evolve with the time. These niggas got a podcast. You think these niggas is old, nigga? There's somebody out there right now in her book, drawing and shit, listening to a fucking podcast right now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like a demographic that he don't even think he's touching. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that. Yeah, no. Nah, Yo, you'd be surprised. Yo, people don't think I listen to rock. You'd be surprised what people listen to. You'd be surprised. Oh, listen, man. I know for us, our playlist is stupid. It's all over. Here's the thing. Why I said, like, cliche, I look like. Nigga, <laughs> I look like nigga, <laughs> nigga. You see what I'm saying? Like you look at me, like what is this nigga? And then I look like this nigga went to jail. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm aware of what the cliche is. Mm-hmm. Right? I put up like audio slave and match it in my story, and it's like two people jump. I did it. Listen to that. And then after that, I put up Backstreet Boys. Right. Just to put a, a pin on the mark. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm not playing. Right. And they're like, oh, okay. And then and then it makes you look at it like, yo, you never know what somebody listens to. Nope. So, like, you can have, like, 20, 20-year-olds 20 listening to your podcast. And you're like, oh, I think I'm just, I thought I was just doing it for, like, the people around my age. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Yeah, you just yeah. never, yeah, you, you never really know. never know. Yeah, that's true. Because you're not old, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Old fashioned, old fashioned, old soul, not with old fashioned. Like you don't got the hot pants and shit, right? You got the hot pants, right? Nah, I don't think so. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm looking. What? Tube stops with the line. Uh, Oh wait. wait, wait. You got the line? No, 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 no. You got his fancy socks on today. That's all right, man. You wanna know it? (laughs) Fucking Jason got me talking about socks and shit now, man. Yo, listen, I'm a big soccer. I yo, our brother. I don't know, man. I'm yo. I'm, I'm simple. I'm a simple nigga. Yo, you want to know what the thing is? And <laughs> like you want to know the thing is? Like, like, maybe I'll, you want this whole sock you shit. You want to know I'll live with? Shit. Like, here's yeah. the thing. I'll live with something. they comfortable and they fit, all right, cool. I'll live with something if it makes sense to me logically. Mm-hmm. And it's, why, it's how I live my life. Like, I was scared to get on stage, but I want to do music. Right. So this is the logic I told myself. Bitch ass nigga, you, you wanna get rap, but you wanna get on stage? Right, right. Bitch, sing, bitch ass nigga, that's how I told myself. That's <laughs> how you get the motors moving. Hack yourself up. Yeah, you might, you know what? You're right, I should get on stage. Right. And then, like, now, me getting on stage is one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Jason said to me, this is what he said to me. He was like, yo, he was like, yo, socks, he was like, socks add a whole other thing to your outfit. And like he said, like, it doesn't even matter. He was like, yo, like he was just saying, he's like, you sit in the train, your pants go up, people look at your socks. I'm like, oh shit, he thought of that. Yep, that's yep, that is yo. That, that now, is, oh, I man. can't stop fucking thinking about socks. I just left the house to go get rent money the other day. I was just going on the train. I just threw something on, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting on the train, right? And I just look down. I'm like, damn, I got regular tube socks on. <laughs> yes, white ass nigga. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. I was like, yo, I'm like, yo, you a whack ass nigga right now. Thank you. Now I feel like I just need to get more better socks. That's I can. Jason has brainwashed me because now I can't. Now I just oh, now I'm super hyper conscious about my socks. I have like no one. Not <laughs> just all all things considered, for you guys to come over here. It took me about 20 minutes going through my sock drawer to figure out what pair of socks I wanted to wear. Oh, I mean, and no and no inside. Inside the inside house. Inside the house. Yo, like, I bought some socks, right? And, like, they were washed, but they were turned inside out. And I just looked at them. I was like, man, they 
kind of look fire inside out. <laughs> so I'm wearing oh, them inside, inside out. out. Oh, they kind of do though. They got nice. the fluffies. What? Yeah. <laughs> popping out of here. Yo, so your socks popping, you just thought you'd feel. Yo, you feel like, eh. Cause you know what you're so- like, oh, this nigga think he popping. I'm like, yo, right. you over here feeling my socks. I'm popping. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what it is too for me? Like, I was never a big, like, shoe sneaker guy. Cause yeah. back in the day, bro, I couldn't afford those. Me neither. So what I always did, I always bought socks. Like, I mm-hmm. love socks. I love, like, teeth. Like, I'm a short guy. I'm yeah, a, you are. I'm a, I'm but a t-shirt like, guy and I'm a sock guy. Specifically like, why I wore my, is Walmart. I was like, this thing like tees. I, mean, I, I looked at it when we walked I was like, I got my tee. I got my venom pen. I'm going to kind of shit and I'm yeah. popping. And I wore this one you know, specifically for the theme of this episode. Like, oh. <laughs> floppy disk. Floppy disk. Never forget. That'll go up on the gram later on for y'all. So yeah, see so what I'm talking about. But um, I got him. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, like it's those small little, those small little details that I feel like people don't really take as much consideration into these days. I think everybody tries to be, you know, materialistically kind of fly, mm-hmm. but nobody kind of does the simple, You're right. the simple smaller things. You know? You're right. I, I feel. Nigga, you think I got money? <laughs> I mean, you're a rapper though. You're supposed to have money. Nigga, I, I am money. broke, right? <laughs> you're doing it wrong. No, like, no, 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 no. That's the notion, though. That's the notion. But here's the thing, like, like you said, the idea to like to think like material over detail like you saw the picture i posted the, the picture i posted up that that you shot that's in fr- with me in front of the fucking uh the the, the carousel right mm-hmm. and the other one like people say like, oh, i was like yo man my entire outfit's under 150 right? mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. everything on me is like under 150 the rebots cost me maybe like 60 and everything else was like 17 18 like yeah it just looks Popping and the detail, like the first thing, the first thing somebody noticed when I posted up, oh, give me a socks. I'm like, oh, I'm Mm -hmm. popping pink with bananas, nigga. Fuck it. And and, but it is it is a thing of like, yo, like small details, like really, it 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 matters like super. Mm -hmm. And once Jason put that shit in my head, like tomorrow I'm probably gonna go to work and fly socks for no reason. And I look homely when I'm out workout with. I look homely. Yo, listen to me, bro. I do this every day. I show up to work. Mm-hmm. In some crazy looking dress size, bro, to the point where I think um, last week, some guy who really shows up at my job maybe twice a month, I had on some regular, like some regular plain, like black joints, right? He's like, yo, let's go with your socks today. Like, you only got some, uh, some regular socks on today? Yo, I was like, yo, 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 when you do security, you're supposed to wear the uniform. Yeah, they're super specific about you wearing the uniform. Yep. Jason was like, he was like, he was like chilling in like the lunchroom, and like supervisor there, like he sat down and his and his uh, pink socks showed, and his was like, oh, Bats, you just really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you just really don't care. And then he was like, yo, he was like, dude was like, I'm doing sock check tomorrow, and Jason Damn. was like, yo, I'm still gonna be wearing yeah, my socks. Like, I'm gonna be wearing. These are my mood, man. Mm. Yeah. And it's wait, it's such a small detail, and that's what made me like that. That's and that's the story that made me think about it. Like, yo, because you could wear an outfit, or you could wear something. And you're like, yo, look at this security ass nigga. He's sitting on a train and he got pink socks. Right. Like, oh, he might be. Yeah. Oh. Aura on it. Like, oh, nah, this nigga. Something about this nigga. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Super small. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even. You wouldn't even think that somebody would think of that. Yeah. But they'll just look at you like, oh, this nigga coming. Yeah, you got a you got a super ass suit on, but you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Like security. Right. <laughs> right. But like, <laughs> but you start clowning them, but they like. Oh, but you know what's crazy, though, real quick? Like, as somebody who 
who does that, does I've done security, like I work, you know, it makes a difference because you you know you show up to work in your little white shirt, black pants, everybody's yeah. like, oh yeah, look at the security, blah blah blah. But then like having just your own little fly pair of socks, touch. it That's makes you true. it makes you as character makes you feel you know almost. A little bit, a little bit better than what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my socks. Are yeah. Like I look basic. <laughs> I look. I look based on outside, but look at my socks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think we can kind of leave it there. A little positive note. Huh? Yeah, man. So uh, good socks. Yes, <laughs> good socks are very important, gentlemen. Socks and fly. You're not fly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I mean, look. Tell them where we can uh, where we can find you, man. Oh man, I'm gonna do it like I usually end my shows. <laughs> um, you can find me on. Instagram, SoundCloud, Twitter at LoyalTC. That's L O Y A L T C, no hyphen dash mm-hmm. or apostrophe. So nice. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you can find me at on Instagram because I don't really fuck with a lot of social media, but uh, EdRockTC. So yeah, E D R O C T C. And you can find me at underscore Emmy Love. And uh, you can find me at insert underscore name underscore underscore why? Because it's twice as nice. <laughs> you see, this is why I have Here. to put no hyphen dash or apostrophe. Because he's like that. Yeah, the underscores and uh, <laughs> you searching like what the fuck? Yeah, you can go like find somebody and they have like thirty two underscores. You be like, yeah, and you miss one underscore. No, no, you can't no. find, can't find them. That's can't not what I hate. I hate people who have like one word, but they have like. Mad underscore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you have to count. You got to think how many underscores yeah. are there. Yeah, I'm not looking at you. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to override and drag my underscores right now. That's not what we're here for. I'm sorry. Find it? No. You sorry. made a conscious decision no. to put a fuck ton of underscores. <coughs> it's only three of them. It's I'm one sorry. and then two. That's a lot. Yo, black people don't like to do nothing. Also, you can catch our podcast. At Here's Two Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can catch Loyal TC's latest single, Artsy and Angry, hey. on Spotify. Hey. I, it's on Apple as well, too, right? It's on Spotify, Title, and Apple. Mm. Oh, you got the, ti- you got the title? title? I got the title. title. That Black Excellency, baby. Nice. Yeah, man. Whoa. Listen, man, my boy's on Title, all right? Yeah. Give him a listen. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, anything else you want to let people know before, uh, before we get out of here? Um, I was gonna say stay black, but there might be white people listening to this. Right. You don't want them to stay black. Stay, stay you. Be yourself, man. Be you. Be you. Be yourself. <laughs> stay black. Oh, man. Stay black is usually my go-to. <laughs> All right. So before we get out of here, uh, here's to enjoying music hey. in all its forms and changes. And uh, keep people informed. Am I wrong for because I like twerk? I like twerk by City Girls. It's a really good song. <laughs> nah, man. Twerk away, kid. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you once again to Loyalty C and Ed Rock for joining us at the roundtable this week. Don't forget to check out Loyalty C's latest single, Artsy and Angry, available on Apple Music, Tidal, and Spotify. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And we're looking forward to some more great guests, interviews, and conversations on the Here's 2 podcast. Cheers, guys.